What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 25 of the Coffee Club Pod. We're back in the studio. Feels very nice to be back. Last week was an expedition into unknown territory where we went online, and it didn't feel as good as being here at home, did it? No, I really didn't. The digital realm was was too much for us. It's scary, man. The The metaverse, man. I'm not. I'm not excited for that. But obviously, that is going to be our reality soon because these boys leave freaking tomorrow to go to Europe and. George is gone for 10 days. Ollie has gone for... How long are you gone for? Like a month, a month and a bit. It's going to be a long time. Yeah. Ollie's gone to Europe and then Australia to race nationals and all that. So, yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be tough. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll see if we can make it through that. I think um, we'll keep the podcast going, though, obviously, but we'll just be doing it over the, over the webs. But, yeah, obviously, I think if you're listening to this episode, um, you know what we're going to be talking about because these boys just took a trip out to L.A., well, before we get into that, I guess we'll shout out our coffee for today. We're drinking, we're back in the lab, taste testing. Back in the lab. Back in the lab, I like that. Yeah. Like that, so. <laughs> so this is a coffee from Whitebridge Coffee Company, which is our friend Matt Land, who uh, that's who we make our, do our beans with. And so we're back taste testing for dropping our own new uh, new beans. The yep. Coffee Club band, Blend. We got serious yesterday. Yeah. We got, we got into, we got the spoons out. The yeah, spoon testing some, thing was a new new thing. For we me. did some slurping. We slurped that shit up. <laughs> it was interesting. It kind of worked. I, I think mean, it did. I think I think that method was pretty good. Yeah, it's like, and when we don't <laughs> pretend to know any what we do. Yeah, we don't. We don't have any. But yeah, any, we we don't have the most I mean, refined no, palates. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's an interesting one, but definitely the slurping it works when you just it hits all those different taste buds, and you're like, wow, I haven't tasted coffee like this before. So. Uh, yeah, but we're going to have uh, some new beans coming out soon to, for you guys to, to purchase. So just getting, getting the mix right, because we're going to do like kind of a potential subscription model, like rather than being a, a drop like we did last time of a, a limit, limited release, it's going to be like you can buy them consistently. So we're going to probably do like a two-month rotating coffee club blend. So we'll pick like a blend of beans that we like. So that's kind of what we're working with now. But moving on from that, the boys just got back from California, beautiful California. Was the weather nice there? Yep, every day except the day that we were supposed to race originally. Really, the, <laughs> the Saturday. Probably, yeah, the Saturday. I mean, yeah, they postponed it for good reason. It was yeah. not a good night to run a ten k. Yeah, pretty sure. Like even our pre meet was ridiculous. It was like, actually it was super so windy. Mm. Doing strides was like very much one directional. Yeah. Damn. Well, that's lucky. So that's they, lucky that they did that. And honestly, that they had the flexibility like to be able to do that. That's that's kind of impressive. But yeah, you wouldn't be able to do that with the big meat. No, like one with that had like TV time all lined up. So. Oh yeah, dude. But Bauman, man, they 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 like to control that shit, and for good reason because obviously then you get the results that they get. But before the the big ten case happened, there was a there was a big fifteen hundred race, and I have some prompting questions going into that race because. The stories behind that race, for you listeners at home, there was a there was a lot that went down behind the scenes uh, with the boys that 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 we'll get into, and there's uh, quite entertaining stories. But first off, the first thing that I saw about the race going flipping on Instagram was Louis G put out a challenge to George, and it didn't get accepted though. Come on, what's up with that? Is, was there? Did I really have? Did I have to have it in in 
on on the internet i think i think yes i think you're probably right i think that's if someone like challenges someone like externally over the internet rather than just like a text you have to reply over the internet so everyone knows because then the fans are invested you know the fans are following it along yeah. It, seemed, it seemed very one-sided though. Luis was pushing it hard. You don't really. <laughs> he really. Shit. I mean, he. It was all the way back from his like actual Citrus Mag interview, like a really? month ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so that's been going on for a while. No, it's it has. Been, it's all Luis. It's all Luis pushing it, and George was like, "I don't give." George's too cool for that. I did get a message from Citrus, like they wanted me to like be on an episode briefly or something, or like not an episode. They wanted to like set mm. up a filming something so I could reply. Oh, that would be like, have, like a snippet. Like yeah, a snippet? Yeah. yeah, that would have been cool to do, but. Was it was that at the race? Um, was this no, no, like a month ago after oh, okay. Lewis's episode? Yeah, but people were coming up to me like before the race, like <laughs> asking if I'd bought Clippers and stuff. And, yeah, yeah, I was gonna message you about it, but then I was like, well, I know that he's seen it, and it's like if if he's like going into race mode and stuff and doesn't want to like engage with that type of stuff, like I totally understand that. But I was like. Uh, I, I don't know. That would have been cool to accept it because then, like, now, obviously, you, you ended up beating Luis by a decent chunk. What did he finish at? He's 341, no? 341, I think, yeah. And what what was the bet exactly? <laughs> well, I feel like it, it, he changed it, like, the day before oh, really? to be, like, point... Wait, an inch per point one of a second or something. Okay, so he's just got he's got no hair left. <laughs> yeah, the dude would be bald. He's got no hair left. Luis, like, come on, man. Yeah, Q-ball. we, need, a, we get a, need to get a picture of him with no hair now. <laughs> yeah damn it yeah that would be I so really good to you oh, well. <laughs> but sorry guys opportunity uh, next time next time big next opportunity time. <laughs> yeah. next time now nah, he's gonna be like he's gonna be uh fist pump he's gonna be like fuck yeah like i don't have to cut all my hair up now because <laughs> he probably obviously you like your hair is so part of your image now like i i know even when i cut my hair you you were like annoyed at me for not having like you like long hair you know and it's like it looks good on you so it does it would be hard for you to cut your hair It'd be a bummer. Yeah, it'd just be like, oh, damn. Like, I, I spent all this time growing this out and I look so pretty. Now I've got to get rid of it. Now I've got to look I mean, I've done it before. Yeah. I think actually only once. I shaved it to like a zero my sophomore year. Classic. College. Classic I sophomore in college. Well, yeah, <laughs> I did that exact I did that end of freshman year as well. Yeah, sophomore year. I what did you cut off? Like this much? No, I actually had yeah, like a lot of hair. Yeah, a bit of hair. Yeah, a bit of hair. Didn't have, didn't no, have, no, didn't have, didn't have your hair. And back. it was nothing like this. Is I mean, I I keep a, I've kept it really short for the last couple of years. This is really like, short. Yeah. Wow. Like, first me, I could. It was like like down my back when oh, I. Oh, dude, that's it. freaking flag stuff. It was man. like changes changes people. Text yeah. me, George. But Maybe like two days here these days, and Luis's. They both need haircuts. Yeah. Wait. So would you say that Luis is similarly attached to his hair? Would it be hard for him to go short? Because I, I could picture him with short hair easy and then I could picture you with short hair, if that makes sense. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I don't know why. But I don't know, you I, should look up pictures of him in high school. Does he look funny? Kind of. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she, oh, when he's got hair like right here, he looks like Dora the Explorer. That's oh, he would. He's like, like Dora. He's, uh, like his nice Instagram bob. picture was that that cut was literally the door like, cut, cut. like a bob his Instagram cut on? was like the like that's hilarious past his ears I thought it looked alright in him at that length yeah to be honest but yeah now that'd be cool it'd be interesting to see if he like just like oh screw it I'm gonna shave my head yeah missed Mate. opportunity anyway. yeah. <laughs> but me and Ollie should have had a beard too yeah we yeah, didn't think of that good, too, honestly that would have been good but next time it's it's hard when you because there was a bunch of stuff where we look back at it now and we're like, man, there's a bunch of cool stuff that could happen at this meet. But obviously, you know, our job is to run, so you're not spending all this time thinking about all this external stuff. You're getting pretty focused. But I mean, I think as we move forwards, we will be like more aware of that type of stuff. Um, but the next question I want to ask you guys because I was 
shocked when I when I saw you guys racing and I saw George wearing a speed suit and you wearing short shorts. What's up? What that was a big change up, huh? Yeah, what happened there? No, what happened my, dude. <laughs> what happened I, there? I didn't bring my speed suit. I just thought, well, it's gonna be because last time I was in, I don't know why I thought this because it was during it's just during winter, but last time I was in Cali and, and I wore a speed suit was a five k um, with Bowman. And uh, I was running 1322 out of shit last 800. And I was wearing the speed suit for that. Oh, yeah. I was like, I was really hot and I was, it wasn't like felt good. So I was like, oh, I'll just wear a, a shirt and tights. Like I'll probably be wearing that anyway, like at Worlds and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jordy just like, I didn't even know Jordy bought the speed suit. He surprised so We didn't yeah. communicate this at all. Wow. I, I literally looked over because I was, we'll get into it later, but I was like kind of frantically like just trotting around waiting. And Jordy literally just comes out with a speed suit. I'm like, oh, and you're like, oh man. How am I going to compare to that? Pretty fucking well, sick. I, I I had the complete opposite plan in mind. I was I like just packed both. I was like, dude, shit, it's going to be the running ten k's going to be like forty. It was like, it was freaking cold. It's going to be yeah, cold as hell. Cold for fifteen hundred. Well, yeah, I mean, it wasn't sure. ideal. So I was like, I'm gonna 15. I'm gonna bring a warm thing, and then at yeah. the last second, I was like. Yeah, I'm aware, like in, in honor of Ollie, because Ollie's a speed two guy. I'm yeah, like, so I you, you 100 percent thought he was gonna be wearing as well. I just assumed he would yeah. be. It's, I didn't really it's think like about his look it. now. Well, I, that's the thing. Like, I just didn't. But I also literally knew it wasn't a big race for Ollie. Yeah. So I, w- I wasn't surprised when he was just going. No, that's not true. singlet. No, I, honestly, the honestly the reason why I went the singlet and the shorts is because I thought it was gonna be hot because of the five k last time, and it's so stupid because then I when I got there. I was like, wow, I should have brought the speed suit. But yeah. think yeah. that was worth 100th of a second? No. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> I, think would, I don't think it would have mattered. <laughs> but how did it feel running in it? Because you haven't, you haven't worn a speed suit too many times before, have you? I haven't in a long... I had... I was forced to wear one. Oh, yeah. We, when they first, didn't have... They had we the women's kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. They just I gave us the women's kids. Yeah. black and white ones, we had to wear a speed suit. Back in the day. And I didn't... I hated it at Mount Set because it was hot as yeah I, that's why i was, was like, like 90 degrees in that sack so it was yeah. miserable i didn't Some even reason think I had about the cali thing in my head because like 1500 usually like if, it, if the speed suit fits well and it's nice you can wear it in any, any weather it doesn't it matter feels good yeah yeah it feels good but the thing is with the on one i think it's just not like not the, yeah. it's not the not the worst speed suit not the best speed suit it's just yeah it's just good it runs a little hot. but it, it runs a little hot i mean i was comfy enough yeah but it wasn't it wasn't life-changing yeah was was anyone else wearing speed suits no there's like three people in the race yeah. <laughs> yeah. i don't i, I honestly yeah. don't even remember like i yeah i was I a bit think, i was a bit flustered so i don't remember what was going on it is cool to see the rising popularity of speed suits though i don't think hoka has one a speed suit. i don't know if brooks does either and there's yeah. the other two people in it wait was it literally just those two oh and otc but i don't know if does otc have a speed suit they they must like Nike would. Nike would make them I think they suit. I think they but it would have to be like specific for OTC yeah that's true I think if they if one of the guys really wanted to race in one I bet you they would I mean Bowman doesn't have a speed suit true Bowman what does look sick is Ollie's well the picture of because you don't have one no not yet but the picture of Ollie's jersey for speed suit forward indoors like with the t-shirt the Australian the t-shirt speed the Australian yeah. one it looks really yeah, fucking cool one. my boy, yeah, my boy Rowan it, was modeling it Rome Rome was looking Rome tasty. Yeah. Um, yeah. He looked fucking fantastic in that Puma speed suit, and it, the colors are like solid as well. It's no like the Australian colors, yellows. They're no, but they're interesting. Though. Have you noticed? Have you looked at the colors on the new Australian kit? It's not. There's no gold. It's, it's like more, it's like a it's, it's like greenish yellow. yellow. Yeah, it's, it's just mostly there's like barely, it's like yellow trim. It's like yeah, but that, that it looks ninety five. It does look good though. Then having all yellow, and that looks really good. It looks like South Africa a little bit though. That's yeah, that's my only issue with it. We definitely like we can't do much with green and gold. But yeah, so you guys are racing the 1500, which like if you were going into this meet, like it was a 10K meet primarily. And then you guys set up 
Was it? I guess it was lit. Was it literally you guys kind of setting up this fifteen hundred? I think we just asked for it. Yeah. Yeah, you guys asked for it, and the goal. I mean, the goal was one to get an effort in before world indoors, and then snag like a world champs time if if like you could. World standard would be nice. Yeah. 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 You, you always take you always take one of those. Yeah. It just yeah. wasn't. It wasn't the day for it. There's yeah. nothing like. There's nothing about. I mean, yeah. The, 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 okay. So the field, like good field, but just not not like what was stacked. The, how did you guys find the pacing? The pacing was okay, but the, I, I had an issue with the lights. I, I think the lights were... I know Jesse did tweet about how the lights were set at the, at the right paces. Like well, he said, yeah, the we're, lights we're, went off. We're definitely going to talk more about the lights when we get to the 10Ks. But yeah. for, for the 1500, Jordy and I finished, if you watch the photos, we finished in front of the lights, which so was what, supposed to be set at 335 flat. So you thought they were 335 I flat. I assumed they were. Why else, would they what, set it at anything else? They, that was the world well, standard. Well, I mean, it was probably up to Ritz what they set them at. Yeah, but risk was, was said, like, we're going to go, like, the plan for us was to close hard, yeah. learn how to close hard and finish hard, which is what we did, and then also to try and nip under the world standard. It wasn't you, the be on end all, but it, that was the prescribed pace. What is, what is 155, 155 through 800, what is that for 1500? 335 point, I think. So okay. we would have had to close a bit off then. Which, uh, and our last 400 was Wait, so actually. I wonder what they were set to then. Our last 400 was no, the quickest. No, I think. I think the lights actually were set to whatever fifty-seven point five was. But we were out of the lights. That wouldn't surprise me. That wouldn't surprise me if that's what they were set to. But it would still be. But they must have still been a second slow because we ran three thirty-six five. But that's what I'm saying because the pacer, the guy that paced us, was on pace, and then we were ahead of the lights at the end, which means that we should have. And we our last hundred, we did close. Was our fastest. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't ridiculous, but it was our fastest. I I couldn't see like from the from the angle i i don't remember like seeing the lights exactly like as you guys finished but they might i mean if you guys were ahead of them and then you guys ran 36 they must have been slower than for whatever reason yeah so, anyway they must have been set to a i hate that pace. we we've been talking about how we <laughs> i thought about this before the race too that we've just been saying how much we're sick of time trials yeah <laughs> this season well that was like the i don't think trial i don't it was more of a training exercise though because we knew what we were it really doing was it was literally yeah, the I mean, pacer, there's like, like there's like four people in there the, the, so. the whole point Rist even told us at the start the whole point of the race was to run to, to obviously the pace would go out to 800 and then i'd take the lead and try and squeeze it down and then we'd both close it was about finishing yeah like that's what we did we, we actually did what we were supposed to do training exercise wise yeah so we're gonna talk more about the the finish of the race and the aftermath but there is a little more to cover pre-race still and <laughs> still one more big thing so uh ollie wasn't wearing his spikes and uh do you want to tell the the audience yeah. why, why not so what happened was I've been really into anime shows right now, yeah. and I have not been paying attention to reality. I've been watching Attack on Titan and Demon Slayer. And very, very addictive shows. Very addictive shows, and also shows you can just binge yeah. constantly. Um, and we had set a prescribed time to leave, and uh, I literally was like still on the couch watching it by the time like we had three minutes left to leave. And you had, and you, I had, had, nothing you, ready. had you packed your bag? I wasn't even in my like my running gear. Like I was literally on the couch. Was running. like was like Ritz there and stuff? Yeah. And no. He, well, he came back because Ben. He oh, dropped Ben. He off. was dropping Ben off. Oh, so he, ben wasn't, he wasn't there to like tell you like. Yeah. So Ben Ardenshink is um, the boyfriend of Alicia Monson, who's on our team, and uh, he was running a 10k at the meet as well. He was staying with us and. He left to do his meet, pre-meet. And yeah, because his 10 gear was earlier. earlier. Yeah. Um, and then, so I was just scurrying to get everything ready. And then Jordy says to me, hey, have you got your spikes? And I said to him, yes, because I was adamant in my brain <laughs> that I put my spikes, my spike bag, into my bag. Yeah. I left the door. 
got to the elevator and then like double checked because it's like I don't think I have my like I think I I think I might have forgot it like so I open my bag and I see that my sparks aren't in there and I'm like oh shit it's, like it's fine because the door is like right there so I I turn like to go back into the door and Jordy's trying to open it and the, the door code wouldn't work and we kept trying the door code and then all of a sudden it just shut off and we were locked out of the actual Airbnb oh, and couldn't wow. get my spikes. So did it, did it have a feature where like if you do the code too many times wrong, it like locks you out? It didn't. It didn't say. Well, the, we, I mean, we were doing the code right, but okay. it just wasn't working anymore. It was like one of those fancy electronic ones. Yeah, and we thought maybe it had been set for like the three days we were supposed to be staying there, and then oh. we had to add on an extra day. And so, like the Airbnb person hadn't like given us an extra day of that code interesting that would make sense yeah so then when we tried to use we hadn't because we hadn't used it that whole day yeah and then we were trying to use it and we were like shit yeah so you guys you guys <laughs> are just standing out. outside the door locked down you know your spikes are there but it's like i mean it's, it's like, already it's already only like 75 minutes before the race yeah probably. Like it's, it's like a 20 it's like a 20 minute drive we honestly spent 20 minutes um yeah. to try and figure out a way to get into the apartment and then rich is like fuck it we're going so yeah. we left so I texted Alicia and I said, hey, like what size Spikes has been? I'm going to need a pair to like be able to race. Yeah. Um, and she said, I think he's a nine and a half. And I was like, beauty, that's me. That's my size. Yeah. Um, and then I get, get to the track. So Ben's race is literally right before my 1500, like minutes before. So yeah. I'm like trying to like not panic. Yeah. Like you weren't able to like put your spikes on before the race, do strides in them or any of that. <laughs> no. So I, then what happened was um, I go over to Ben. Ben had a great race, by the way, 28 flat for 10k flat. yeah sec- um, second place second place for him and he said yeah yeah take he, he like gave me the spikes i put them on a size big size too big <laughs> but they they're, were, they're like 10.5 yeah they were oh. like 10 um, they're only 10 they're only half a size they, too but big they were yeah. literally they were literally massive on me yeah um, which yeah. means i mean they're probably being like stretched or something yeah. they just they were massive and yeah. i put my foot on and it was just sliding and i was panicking so i usually don't wear socks so i actually had to put on my demon slayer socks and then I put um, the spike on and like just jammed my foot like yeah, just tied tied up, really tight. Yeah. I'm doing all this, trying to take off all my clothes. Literally, everyone's on the line about to go. Yeah, literally, like like it was the yeah, most stressful. So, I had no idea. So was I got to the line, and then all of a sudden the gun went off, and that was it. So it was bit that's why bit dramatic, um, but it was definitely 100 percent my fault. Uh, and I felt I felt bad because like. Was, I, it, was this hashtag good for the sport? Hashtag not good for the sport. It was yeah. fucking terrible. It's the lowest hashtag of not good for the sport. Like the problem is like the past because even in Milrose, people won't know this either. I actually left my spikes in the um, hotel when we walking to the train yeah, station. Yeah, we, we did talk. I about think we that. talked about that. Yeah, I yeah. had to run back and get them. So that's twice I've done that. Oh no! And like my last last year when I was a pro, I never did anything like that. I was always prepared. Yeah. So I think I'm slacking quite a bit now. Um, that, but that, yeah, um, it didn't feel good running in those spikes. It's fucking terrible, but it yeah. doesn't make a difference anyway. Yeah, because so, really. then like, if the like the race played out and you knew, I can't even imagine like, because yeah, you don't have any time to like relax. Or you like when you the I wasn't thinking off, about the race. You want to be like, you want to be things like relatively relaxed yeah. and focused. I wasn't thinking about the race at all. I was thinking about just getting a pair of spikes on my yeah. foot. Doesn't matter what size they were. Jeez. And then um, after that, I was pretty annoyed at myself. Like self self hatred was at an all time high, and so I you felt should have bad. had a really good race then. Well, no, it was after the race. I just had self hatred because I wasn't focused. I was all yeah, over the place, and no, I was super angry after the race because the realization came, and I was like, "Dude, I just like 
like did i fuck up that race for geordie did i like not like get us through the 335 and then i like i was worried about like carmella as well mm-hmm. and just all the stress that came with it so i felt really bad about myself and then um and then i went to pace the 10k but yeah that what? was that was all of just yeah there's a lot of angst in, that, in Let, that let's talk about how the race went down a bit more so like you went right behind the pacemaker no mm-hmm. all these all these yeah. favorite spot and you were right behind him at the start were you we no, I was, Luis was. Luis I was, was, and then I guess yeah. I yeah. was getting behind Luis, and then Ribeye was really giving me the shoulder. So oh, I really? Let him in. He yeah. wanted that spot. He really wanted that spot. But the thing, the thing with that race is like, yeah, there's like three, four people in it. So yeah, it's so like, I think it shouldn't really back. matter. <laughs> also, if I'm two places behind, I'm gonna be like a quarter of a second back. Yeah. Also, like, it didn't matter. They all knew what was happening. Like yeah. Ribbish also asked me before the race, like what the plan was, and the plan was that I would go behind the pacer, mm-hmm. pacer drop off, and then I'd try and squeeze down the rest of the race. Yeah. Try and get everyone like try and get us under. Yeah. 335 so that was the plan yeah and um, so the pacer like yeah i was at frantic yeah so when that when 800 went and he kind of dropped off then we started trying to build up and from my perspective i just didn't i just could i just didn't have the the the, the click right the yeah. click to go you kept pushing that third lap like I, I tried to keep it going but Definitely. then the, the last lap like i just didn't have the click that i wanted because the wrist was like try and close as hard as you can because you yeah. know george is going to come and like we're, we're, we're working on finishing and trying to like lean and honestly like wrist was actually really happy with it because the last 200 if you watch the race like i don't i didn't see Jordy, but he comes up and i know he's coming but we both like really worked that last hundred and then leaned to the line i think that was like the whole idea of yeah that training exercise was like because medals are going to be won at belgrade by like a th- a thousands of a second so that was a good part of it the rest of the race though kind of sucked but yeah. also like we got a good um like good learning exercise out of it i thought yeah but that's from my perspective what yeah happened. let's hear george's perspective because you were you were obviously on it and then you did well, this is what everyone wants to hear it was very <laughs> textbook george <laughs> it's the most freaking textbook george thing ever like you just keep doing it i don't i don't know how you do it but you were on it and then you gave ollie a bit of space was it on the third lap i think it must have been but it, it was mostly from i probably should have like covered like the move from Luis and yeah those guys were slowing down as coming well. back a little bit yeah and i had to like go around them mm-hmm. eventually mm-hmm. and i mean it, they didn't like fall off a cliff and and i mean ribeye went through pretty fast at bu recently so i was like happy to be behind him yeah like ran 355 and i was like these guys are fit enough to stay behind for a, a good amount of time. I can't remember when I went around them. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, somewhere on that third lap. And then at that point, I was, like, probably already given Ollie a bit of breathing room. Yeah, I remember, like, going into, the, like, for most of the last lap until, like, 200 to go, like, Ollie had a nice gap. Yeah. I was still, like, kind of trying to catch him, though. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, still helpful, even though he was, like, a bit, bit ahead. I must have just run the numbers perfectly, <laughs> as per usual. That somehow. engineering brain, man, it's always yeah. just crunching those numbers so that he can get it at yeah. the last so second. He got, man. So he could, like, you know, I, what's the I exact led... amount of time I can? <sighs> do no, give I to lead. The I lead most of the race, and then George leads zero point zero one of the race. So. Literally, <laughs> literally, literally led, what it was. Led 0.01 I actually, of the race. I actually didn't think I got Ollie. No, really? see, the thing is, I I knew you got me, but I wasn't sure. Like I, I was pretty sure, like because I had the inclination, but yeah. I was actually really hoping for a dead heat because I'd been hilarious. Yeah, been it so be funny because if the dead heat happened, the rematch for that would have been unbelievable. Like yeah. it would be like, oh, we got to yeah. see. Like I mean, and obviously I like I was trying to race you because that's always fun, but I was also like 
I did see the lights with like we were two hundred like, oh, yeah, like, like, I may as well try and get those. And yeah. if that happens to be behind Ollie, that was still fine. If it happens to be ahead of Ollie, all good. Like, yeah, like, you know, like, together, together, like, literally were in front, yeah. of, in front of the lights, which, really? which which I didn't understand because when I saw we're in front of the lights, I'm like, okay, we've got it. Yeah, you would have thought you're on a three thirty five. I thought we, we've, yeah. we've done it. Yeah. We've got. I turned around and I was like, and what? Yeah, that's weird. Because yeah. like that was the one thing like if if we were able to finish like that and get George on a three thirty five like that's done that's yeah. like that's what and there were also no because it was a ten k meet there was no splits at the fifteen hundred start line there wasn't even there was not even standing there they all left so no, like at no, the four hundred no meter a, like four hundred eight hundred and twelve hundred there's yeah. nothing no there was fuck. nothing there there's no, no clock fuck about, about Ritz. Ritz yeah, was, was focused ch- on coming <laughs> he was chilling somewhere else yeah, I don't even know he also just got a broken foot right now so he couldn't really move yeah that's fair um. Racing yeah. someone in the last hundred is always fun, though. But that, that, like, that, that race, though, like that, even if you win or lose it, I feel like it's so valuable because you just, yeah. you just, you need to have that kind of pressure sometimes. And I think it was really good. Yeah, someone uh, from the stand sent me on Instagram a video of like they have a really good spot of like the last 100 i don't know if i've showed it to you guys yet maybe we'll put up on instagram or something but it's a pretty epic finish it's like the class like ollie like you start swerving out a little bit and like you you got bumped a little bit by ollie we we did you know we've like do you know what reminded me to go is that race with ollie and carlos yeah that's so years much ago. like that like exactly like well, that. Carlos, did carlos came in on the inside no e- I don't remember what that one was. I just remember the dive at the line by Carlos. Yeah. But you still got him. Yeah, right? I got him. Oh, I yeah. just went in. But he was like, it was just the same where it was just like. Right on the line. See, I, like, I, I give myself credit because like holding that off is, I feel like it's pretty hard. Like to hold off a George kick. The amount <laughs> of fucking hard, man. When, when George is using his freaking slingshot maneuver, like by the time he's alongside you, he's going to be going at like a quicker speed. You know what I mean? Because you've caught him. So yeah, to, to try and mash that is like so hard. But I, the one thing I thought that, that people won't notice that unless you have the eye. Like I think someone like Riss was really excited about it because the way George would slingshot like that and the way I responded just shows that we can close in a situation where like a race could literally be won or lost in the last 200, which honestly will probably happen at Worlds yeah. because of the competition and the, the, how impressive the people are that are going. So I think George and I should get a bit of confidence from that being able to like respond in that way so i yeah. mean and especially it, running still like a solid very solid performance on like a not ideal i mean yeah night for it was a pr for so george it's... even though it was shit weather and shit like overall <clears throat> stuff except for the finish i think that's like a good thing to take from it yeah i think it's a pretty good spot to be two weeks out yeah 100 percent. yeah even even if you'd run a bunch slower like getting an effort mm-hmm. like that in is so so valuable leading to a championship race so that that's pretty awesome i think I got to ask you this question, George. Like, I wouldn't normally ask you this question unless unless it was, like, on a podcast. Like, because it's kind of like a... Like, I know it's kind of a dumbed-down, weird question to ask. But, like, I mean, maybe you have already been asked this. Like, why, why do you race like that? <laughs> like, I wouldn't normally ask you that question, but I just want to, like... That was, that was the best part of the end of that race. Or I don't have Twitter, but I know that Pat Casey's Twitter is the best Twitter out there. 100%. Hashtag good for the sport. Oh yeah, my God, is. Pat Casey, he's the funniest guy out there. Yeah. And Dathan just shows me one of his tweets from after and it was just like, has Jordy ever thought about racing like a normal person? Oh yeah, I did something? see that. I did see that. <laughs> see, the thing, yeah, because I know it's a stupid question because it's like, it's not like you want to race like that. Like you don't want to give people ground. <laughs> Ideally... <laughs> It's a lot easier to kick just off someone's shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of from way back. Yeah. I mean, generally, I'm just not as fit as most people. Like, that fitness is not my strength. Like, mm. 
that I. But you have to be. I don't know. It's an interesting one because you obviously have to be fit to be able to sprint that quick at the end of an effort. Uh, it's true. Race, I know? think it's. I honestly think it's to saving the res- like reserves a little bit. I think he's. He just calculates. He it fixes like, it. Figures figures it out. I feel that okay. Like I don't give him any more space, but I know if I stay about this distance away from this competitor, that if I close really hard, I'll have the momentum to pass him. And I yeah. and I and like you got to back yourself with that. Like when you race, you back yourself. You back yourself all the time. And I think that's what George has done. Obviously, I don't know because I don't really race like that. The only time I've ever done that well, was you guys, probably yeah, when I ran at NCAAs. You guys essentially race like opposite. Yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, like if, if you look at it like a little I mean, simple, but... That's how I... I mean, yeah, I mean, I like racing from further back in the pack. Like it's fun. Mm-hmm. And I like the last 200 is is the only part I really yeah. like, get excited about. Yeah, yeah. Get about. <laughs> like I'm not excited about grinding out some middle laps. Like yeah. that's it's not thing. as fun I, for I, me. I, I feel yeah. like, I but, feel like now you got to be like, you got to be up there in the middle because oh, you definitely do need to, we'll close. And if you're with them, then you have the opportunity to hopefully yeah. close them down. It's but, not something I intend to do forever. Like I'm hoping, like I want to get fit enough where I'm more comfortable further up. But, and there's definitely times where I just like, I just feel like I'm, like i'm like five this is hard yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean like pre i think pre-classic was probably my worst one yet that where was i was some, i was in last yeah, place at the bell. i that didn't was, even know and i was, that was like in a last decent, place that was like a decently big field wasn't it like, and it was slow i went through like three flat yeah. or something yeah like and then and then at some at some point on the last second i'm like what what, what am i doing like why am yeah. i why am i here <laughs> this isn't actually as why hard as i thought yeah there's only like 300 meters to go I yeah, mean, I guess I'll just go now people love, like that, that was the one it's thing very entertaining it's very entertaining yeah. but the people like good we're sport, going in we're going into a meet where no one really gives a shit about us like obviously the focus is going to be in the 10 case yeah. but I think the cool thing that we did was we made it interesting and we did have coffee club fans out there shout out to all you guys that came up and got photos and autographs and stuff that was sick that was um, the best part lovely of lovely to actually. see you guys and yeah. cheer it on but like that was, I think we kind of gave, because that obviously, if you look at it, it's a four person race, doesn't seem very interesting, but we kind of tried to make it interesting. And I think that worked out well. Turned a, turned a pretty boring time trial. Into, yeah. into, a, into a nice finish. Yeah. So, into an exciting 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. What do, you, so. what do you think about the people that, because some people see you race like that and they, they say that like you go to sleep in those middle laps. What do you think? Because that's what Louis said, right? Did he say that? <laughs> I think he said that. I think I saw about... Jonathan Gold tweet tweet Damn. something along those lines. Jonathan like, Gold, chill, bro. No, no, it's like, but it's not meant as an insult. It's like, it's just like, it's just like a thing people say, kind of. Yeah, no, it definitely. It's is. like you, you're not, you just don't, you don't like, you just like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna chill. I mean, those are the, those are always like the hard laps. Yeah. And I'm. And you know what Mike Smith likes to say? Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> go to sleep. But then also like don't. Shout out to our, don't get dropped by. Don't go to sleep meters. that much. Yeah. Shout out to the legend Mike Smith. Yeah. Just didn't and we missed him out there? But um, was he there? No, he wasn't. He Luis come. said he would have came though if it was a Saturday. Fair, so. fair, fair, fair. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll see. It was. I'll yeah. try to be a little further on. The one thing that yeah. the, okay, I'm gonna have a prediction here for three the three k it was. So I like. If Jordy Jordy makes that final, because it's t- the preliminary final of three k, it's not going to be as like I don't think it, like the three k is going to be nuts in the heats. I think it's going to be very tactical and then fast last k or last fifteen hundred. Could you tell? Could you let Jordy know that that's the plan? 
Shui, that's the plan. <laughs> Shui, don't, don't, don't fuck it up. <laughs> don't fuck well, it up. Just don't be in Shui's heat. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. I think once he gets to the final, though, I think it could be a ripper. I think the final is going to be nuts. Um, but I, I, think, think nuts. I think the one thing that you're going to not expect is that you're going to be able to, to stay with it. Because I think there's going to be a line of people and you're going to probably be in that middle middle pack maybe and you're gonna be like okay i'm in a good spot i'm gonna chill i'm gonna focus and i feel like when you run a 200 bang track like you can just feel the momentum you did and then jordy and then i think jordy's gonna be like oop time to go and i, I, I agree I, I think jordy's gonna um rip some heads off so i'm excited yeah, rip some heads off i'd like to it is it's, it is it's fun running the last 200 or you can like really just like yeah. rip around I'm running, running quick on an indoor track just feels good it does because <laughs> when you get the momentum going and you're a guy with momentum it's gonna freaking it's gonna look good yeah also when you're just in like that pure race like race 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 like like world champs is and that's like the pinnacle you know i think you, you're just focusing on sticking on the person behind you or whatever and i think like it's it becomes almost easier to do that when you really get in that zone mm. and it's like you don't feel the strain you're just like focused on I mean, that's how I think that's how it's been for me, like in my best races is like whether you run quick or slow, like you don't really actually notice the difference when you're just so locked in on like beating people and racing. So yeah. I could definitely see it being like that. No, I'm excited for it. So, yeah. And then George wins. Yay. Ollie goes and <laughs> uh, and uh, <laughs> all his penance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how did you feel like immediately after the race? Because because you went and. Uh, um, I, got, I got some more videos from yeah. some coffee club fans. Thank you for sending them in. Of Ollie I think throwing up next my, to the track. My body, the my body agrees. My body agrees. With my head and that Starbucks nitro cold brew is just not good to have like 30 minutes before your race. Is that is that when you guys I, had it? Yeah, I chugged it. Like we both chugged. We it. He had, felt sick as well. He just held really? it in. We had coffee really late because Ritz got it, but he had to like drop Ben off, off at the track, yeah. and then he got coffee on the way back. So we had coffee like a lot later. There's a usual. lot of shit going on. Yeah, we talked about like drinking coffee either last week or the week before. I need a little more time because it does do certain things to your body, which like, you, the, the you, sweet need cream. Some, you need some time. The sweet cream that we had. <laughs> you had sweet cream, cream in it? That, that's, that's, what, that's what caused it. So like I finished the race. <laughs> black coffee. I finished the race and my, my body actually, like my legs felt good. I felt pretty like yeah. solid. But then I just felt sick in the stomach and I'm thinking, what the? Like, cause usually if I'm going to throw up after a race, it's like the lactate response. But it wasn't that. And I threw up all coffee. Just like well, coffee. It's probably something to do with that because you wouldn't have thrown up if you didn't race. <laughs> just yeah. drinking but I think, I think the coffee was a bit of, bit of like... A, it was a fact. It, it makes sense that certain factor. things wouldn't fit, sit in your stomach It just as didn't well. sit well. And, and then because like yeah. after that, I felt fine. And then I went and paced the 10. Like it wasn't... We need like to, my legs didn't feel bad. We need all. to update our pre-race rituals from last week. Don't, <laughs> to don't. include uh, Ollie forgetting spikes because that's yeah. basically a ritual now. Yeah. From Milrose that's only two times, all right? <laughs> that's every race this year. Two of two. Oh, fuck, you're right. Yeah. Two of two. And then... Uh, uh, <laughs> don't do the freaking nitro with the sweet, sweet cream man like that's like because i would drink like an espresso shot you know that's yes, what we should have yeah. had that's what we should have had but that's what we had in boston we had a starbucks and we fucking ran so good but we ran so good it doesn't matter we just sacrificed the taste yeah, we needed because we, we ran to stop good. trusting ritz's he, that's what he like suggested it. We but like, the thing oh, is we could have honestly got ritz to earlier just take us to Bear Coast Coffee and just grab an espresso shot there and just keep it in the fridge and then just yeah. Drink or you guys could just swerve, start taking caffeine pills. I heard that you like put them up your butt, and <laughs> it like goes like it's more effective. Well, you've heard or you've tried this experience? Both, <laughs> both. You put it and you just say like, it just makes you run really well. So yeah, that's also a recommendation. Being a big caffeine pill guy, I, I think people that people that are like big coffee people like definitely are into the pills because like they could drink a coffee and they won't feel it, you know. Mm. But mm. 
I mean, we're not, we don't drink like an outrageous amount of coffee, so you definitely still feel it in the evening. But I think you can fail a drug test if you take too much caffeine as well, which I is crazy to think about. Yeah. But it's, it's, overall, it's, overall, it's like an X, it's a pretty I, big amount. Yeah, though. I think it I is think it's a crazy lot. amount. Yeah. To the point where you wouldn't be sleeping. But I think if you put a lot of pills up your butt, you might hit that amount. I think that's if you were trying to, to do that. I think that'd be the way to go about thanks, it. Thanks for the insight. Recommendation to all the, the listeners out there that want to have run some PBs. But yeah, so you had to puke and classic puke and rally. Yeah. Puke and rally for like a my 2K. Col- like my college days. Yeah. Um, Did you know you were pacing the whole time that you were going to pace yeah, the 10K after the that was the plan. The plan was to run the 15 and then pace. Um, the plan was for both of us to pace. But Jordy thought, you know what? Nah. How far would you he pace? Like 400 meters? He didn't pace at all. No, well, I said he, person, how much he would have. <laughs> no, the person who won was going to get to pace the second group. Because oh. it was, you know, they were like... But you oh, that was like, that was like the reward. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> was you get to run To pace 66s yeah. instead of 64s. But he didn't even do it. <sighs> it was optional. It, was optional. it wasn't optional. Well, what clearly did, was did, optional. It clearly was optional because <laughs> he didn't do it. <laughs> did they... They had like 10,000 paces. They did have a fight. Yeah, I mean, it's also just I like mean, a lot I, of people in the race. I obviously like... Yeah, you want to help out because like that's something that... It's like you. I didn't want to puke on camera. Yeah. <laughs> Cold brew was not sitting very yeah. well, <laughs> so we wanted. I wanted to help out, but also like you know, get a good section of a workout in. Yeah, no, definitely running like 60, getting, you know, 64, 63, so. 64, 63 is not, not yeah. easy to run. And also, <laughs> I wanted to get in some advertisement. So yeah, I cannot. I, I said this to him after when we got back. I cannot believe that he wore the coffee club T-shirt to pace. That's like, <laughs> dude, to I me, was literally outrageous. on the line next that's to outrageous. freaking all the Bowman guys and all the like all the the crowd was just next was going. Gus is pacing. Look, it's Gus, and there's just a photo of Gus on my back. And, that is uh, so funny. Everyone was just g'd up about the coffee club shirt. That Man, no one was paying attention to any of the Bowman guys. I, I'm which so is happy that they're like pretty fan, funny fans out there and stuff. Like that are like responding to Dude, it and stuff. Oh. It was funny because Ribbage was warming up with us, and it was good to catch out with him and stuff. But every time he went past, everyone was yelling "coffee club." <laughs> he did not a lot like, of times. Yeah, yeah. he's he's the fan. It was great. The fan group yeah. was overwhelming. It was hey, kind of cool. That's so cool. So yeah, next time now we know we we actually have real fans out there. Next yeah. time we do go to a meet like that, we'll have to do like something like even if it's just like a little meet and greet where we like hand out stickers or something like that, and we can get a, like, a picture together or something. Mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking of if we can get the chance of a local meet that we could drive to just bring gus and gus yeah. can have like a meet and greet with gus dude if you could bring gus out to the fans that'd be crazy you know maybe, asking for him. maybe eventually where it will be like able to like host like a running camp in boulder or something and people come here and then they get to like hang, hang out with, with gus, gus. get photos cool. of them and shit that'd, yeah. be, that'd, be, that'd be so fun he's currently in timeout yeah he's uh why is he in timeout oh yeah he's playing outside he's just he's just too active right now for the show we we live next to a couple of uh great danes oh, that, yeah. that's what they are right yeah and they're like the biggest dogs i've ever seen massive like so like if they wanted to kill me like it'd be so easy for them they to look like they look like horses they look like something they, you'd ride in elden and like, like honestly and they, they like still got like their nuts and stuff like they yeah. are the biggest balls in the world like i think they're sh- are they show dogs like they must they're, they're, they're purebred like they're very they're very well looked after dogs like, and Gus was yelling was barking them through the fence and they'd just like destroy him yeah Gus is having a bit of a rivalry with the dogs next door I don't yeah. think he realizes and there's two of them <laughs> I don't think he's, he realizes what he's putting himself into but there is a little like hole at the uh, end corner of the gate so he puts his head in there and just barks at them yeah he's like what's up fuckers <laughs> yeah, but the Atlantic fans meet Gus would be so amazing so hopefully that can happen in the and future his injury just to let everyone know he's he's recovered yeah. he's not limping anymore he's he actually got a good walk yesterday um he's doing well he's doing well it's the people will be very doing, happy doing, to doing get well. the update 
but uh there's some great spots for for a run or something in in that southern well we should do a run from bear coast we oh my god yeah. that's a great we, idea we should it's right on that little beach trail that's a good idea actually <laughs> if anyone didn't see the origins the original yeah coffee club well, that's where it was like chats was thought of and then conceived at farmers union right well bit. it was conceived in this room <laughs> yeah well technically. But it, it, okay so it was more like conception a, Two part, <laughs> two part foreplay and then the conception. Fun. A decent amount of foreplay, um, and then Southern California here. and Eugene, and then conception in Boulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the coffee shop the boys were at in uh, in Cali, where they started having their coffee club chats with with Jason. And because yeah. because Jason is the he we've talked about a bunch before. He's our he's our Superman treatment guy, and he just fucking loves to drink coffee <laughs> he'll down he'll down 10 cups and not have like oh any he drinks i don't know how he drinks so much coffee like he fucking loves when it. i when i was in it was it was so fun when i got to visit him in grand rapids because it was like i'd run in the morning and be like pretty chill and then we'd meet at like maybe like 10 30 11 and we'd like go to like two or three coffee spots together first just like a little tour and then we'd go get treatment it was like it was good living man but um yeah so we've touched on only paced 2k of the 10k yeah how'd that feel Honestly, it felt pretty good. Really? Yeah, it felt good. I don't think... It was funny, though, because I don't think Jerry realized that I was pacing at the what front. What do you mean? Because I got to the front, and he just... He, like, he had this look. Like, yeah. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Because, obviously, What's I was wearing a T-shirt. Yeah. A T-shirt and a hat. And I don't... Like, he... Are you wearing a hat as well? Yeah, I was wearing an on hat. Because That's I funny. thought I had to wear something, like, on, like... I feel like I had to wear something unrelated around like this area. So I went on a hat. But him and Woody were wearing basically men's red hats. Red hats, yeah. He was wearing a red Bowman hat. But I was wearing that. He was wearing a red on red hat. Red on hat. And then um, I had the coffee cup shirt on. Anyway, so I went through. And the pacing lights, honestly, for that were solid. Because I was just in front of them. And it was 64 points, 63. So I did five laps of that. And then I was about, I think I was heading in for the lap five. And Riz is like, yeah, get off. Yeah. Um, that's enough for you. Yeah. But it felt pretty good. I mean felt good for 2k i don't know how it felt closing <laughs> off fucking 8k yeah i mean we didn't even pace, like we, we don't even need to like uh say how freaking amazing that race was in the end what no. grant fisher and mohamed did running 26 33 for grand and was more like maybe a second back or the same 34 34, 34. Yeah. And it's like that's just like mind-boggling like their splits like a second 5k of 13 10 it, it is so impressive to see and like obviously you know, it was a good night for it. They had great pacing up until 7, 8K. Then that's how you're going to do it. I mean, for, for those guys, when the pace lights are, are like, correct, obviously, they make a huge difference. Like, it's just got to be, it's like, if you are the pacer and you can judge by the lights, it's just they, so much they easier. They were, though. The, the only thing is they were very, very far ahead of the lights. So I don't know how accurate the lights were. No, no, must have been no. Well, the, the lights were for twenty six. So the American record was twenty six forty four. Yeah, the lights so, were on twenty six forty four. So, yeah, at, so. I think at eight k they were bang on that pace when the paces dropped off, and then they just. I mean, dude, their clothes was still like so quick. Unbelievable. Yeah. Like, like once, once, once the paces dropped off, they just started running quicker. Yeah. Like it was ridiculous. And, um, yeah, no, it was that was freaking sick. It was pretty sick. I mean, Jordy and I were cooling down, and we we just saw it, and we're like, yeah, that's yeah. Well, what's it like to win or something like that? Because it's just like that is just so quick. I mean, we didn't really watch it. <laughs> really? Yeah, we, <laughs> I, we watched the last the last lap I saw, and I was it was interesting because we were coming, we were outside the gate, but um, Jerry was right there. It was interesting what Jerry said to them um, when it hit when they were hitting three hundred to go, because I heard what he said. What, what did he say? He just said, he said, you got it now. Like he pretty much was, dude, I don't know how to phrase it, but he's like, you got it, but how much are you going to get it by kind of phrasing? Cause like they had mm -hmm. it at that point and Grant was just looking like, yeah, 
just amazing. Yeah. So did and Mo move, made a move. Well, yeah, Mo was ahead of him at 300 yeah, to go. Yeah, but Grant, Grant closed the fuck down on the 200. But I mean, like, dude, yeah. I mean, the one thing that was also hashtag very good for the sport was what Grant and Elise Crony did. Um, they donated their prize money to that Stanford girl's um. Oh, yeah, family. they did. Yeah, they did. And I think he wore number 19, which was her number, I think, at Stanford. And I know Grant's pretty cool. brother plays i think he, he plays. plays soccer at stanford yeah. yeah so i think he has a connection with her and that family and that was a really cool thing yeah i think he probably just knew her from when he was yeah. there so yeah. it was a pretty cool thing for because elise crony was also a stanford alumni so that was pretty cool for them to do um it was really cool and Brian i mean moa just the nicest yeah, they, they, <laughs> freaking, the world. they freaking thanked me as well like after like i like ba- i barely did anything like they they didn't need another pacer in front of them really yeah. but they they are such a genuine sweet guys and it was pretty awesome to um yeah, to have to see that, and obviously like Mo being a, a former Badger too, pretty cool. Yeah, like we love Mo. We know we know. We probably know Mo, know Mo better than Grant. Like yeah. I think we would be really good friends with Grant, but we just haven't been like in the same like like we've been, we've interacted with Mo a lot more just because of Wisconsin boys and and all that. Yeah, but dude, they're just like awesome dudes. Very very easy to root for, and now they're running these times which are like. Well, now you now like if you once you run that time, it's like probably all you think about is like metal, yeah. like metal yeah. at Morgan's, Morgan's heavy heavy hitters. Yeah, do that. Certified, certified heavy hitters. <laughs> certified heavy hitters by yeah. Morgan McDonald. <laughs> well, the, and the thing is, like you're asking about, like what's it like to see that? Honestly, like anything, I feel like we've talked about this a few times. It's impressive, but it's not actually that like not overly entertaining. Like it's like yeah. a lot of things. It's it's impressive. It's amazing. But like watching it, they're just like the first twenty four laps are just like guys running around in a circle. It personally, like it didn't it didn't change. Yeah. Like I mean, Jordy and I, massive respect for them. It just doesn't change our world. Yeah, I don't think it I doesn't affect it, us it, as much it, as it, maybe Americans. It does change my world a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Like seeing that is like pretty. It's pretty inspiring. I don't know. I feel like yeah. I have because like when I when I watched clips of chapter guy running the world records that's how i thought i was yeah. like i was Impressive, like but i was boring. like oh dude like i don't really care but to see people that like i have an emotional connection to do it i i, I found it like, like true i found i found it a little bit impactful on me and i mean very cool. dude i that's the thing is i i guess i probably just expected it too much i i just expected them to do that and then, after what yeah. grant and mo did indoors i expected it yeah and when it happened i was like well i'm not shocked I feel fucking it's awesome. I mean, I'm really excited for them, and it's it's crazy and it's still so. But it just quick, doesn't man. like, like twenty six thirty. Like it would have been crazy if they'd run twenty six, like forty five. Like that would have been amazing. But yeah. that would have sucked. Thirties. <laughs> well, yeah, that would have sucked one second away from the, yeah. the American record. But <laughs> yeah. but it's like it's just so it's just so quick because you even like you look at that race and they were beating really good runners, but. Dude, Jack Rayner so broke far. the Australian record. Yeah, we shout gotta, Jack. We gotta give a shout out to Jack Rayner. Like, absolutely love Jack Rayner. So impressive. Like, he his was, clothes was impressive. He was he was injured at the Olympics and like he's already come Had back. A legitimate like broken leg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> broken <laughs> leg in the Olympics and now he's back running. He's like already ten sixteens. And I didn't realize this until George told me about what his last three laps were. Yeah. That he ran like what, like a yeah. 60? Yeah, he went like 60, 60, 61. Like who does that at the end of a 10K? Like you must, be, you must be feeling pretty damn good, man. Yeah. And, and, like, and that makes me think, wow, like that guy with more, maybe more training under his belt for the year could Or just in a different race. I, even on the same day, but like, you know, in like an actual 27 minute race, maybe he's running yeah. 27 minutes. Well, if you can s- close that well. Yeah. I want to see Grant and Mo now in races that are a minute slower. Like what can what are they gonna close in? Yeah, he, I mean, I think Grant closing like either maybe a fifty eight or fifty seven. Fifty eight. Yeah. So it's like it's like 
Dude, yeah, you think about that. You're running a minute slower than that. You must be feeling pretty good. With you, must <laughs> you must be feeling pretty good. Like and, then, and then that's when you realize that, like, why, like, the greats can, they're just chilling, man. Yeah. 2730 is no big deal. Yeah, they're just chilling. So. You're closing 50 flat. Yeah. It, it's very, it, looking forward to seeing that. But the, the, yeah. the thing with no big deal, though, it is 10K. Yeah. You could feel like there could be something slightly off about you, and you could fucking tank. I feel like with a 15, yeah. it's like easier to be closer to a time. Whereas, like, if you bomb in a 10K, it's minutes. Yeah, I mean, whenever you set, race, like, whenever you race a ten k, it's still very, very yeah. hard thing to do. It's a like, commitment. It's a fucking commitment. Yeah, I mean, we saw it's, like it's very hard to people do. drop out that we yeah. didn't expect to see drop out. So yeah, I mean, I like it was one of those races where a lot of people ran pretty great times. Like I, I yeah. don't, can't think of like any other individuals to really highlight right now. But there's there's some some great performances by a bunch of other people, like yeah. some more world champs qualifiers and all that. And then. Uh, I guess Elise was actually before. Mm-hmm. The, the women were before. A bit of controversy with Elise's. Yeah, there was controversy. She unfortunately did not have the same entourage of pacemakers because no. if you watch the race, you're like, well, if she had pacemaking until 7, 8K, like she would have done it because I think she yeah. only had pacemaking until 3K, right? She ran yeah. 7K solo. And then 7K solo, just her with the lights. And it was very impressive to see that. That's a long time to run very quick. And she was... Like you could tell if she was hurting at the end. I think her second last lap was a 75 and her slowest lap. Mm-hmm. And then she had like this epic close to like, because I guess the one cool thing about the lights is that you are kind of racing them, you know? So and as, you, a, see them. And as a spectator, <laughs> as it's a quite spectator. good to see the, like you can actually see if someone's catching them or not. Yeah, that's entertaining. Because you could see as a spectator, you could see that she was catching the lights and you could see that she was racing the lights. Like you could tell, you mm-hmm. could see that she, that's like was her target and that she had like, she was able to like muster up like a good last lap. I think it was like a 67 to pass the lights. And so, yeah, everyone got very excited when she passed the lights and finished, but then her time was 3014. Yeah. Was it? And the American record that she was going for was 3013. So then it was like everyone was like, wait, hang on, like what the hell? Like what what was up with the lights there? Like surely they were set to to American record pace and she just beat them. So how was she not under it? But uh I guess now it's been it's it's been, been it's been confirmed by Jesse that the there was nothing wrong with the lights like they, those were the set times they were set to thirty sixteen yeah. I love that Jesse Jesse would have copped so much shit <laughs> like right after where everyone was like dude what the hell man you can't set up the lights right like you ruined her race like people were literally like that is so bad to see like she like you ruined it like all this and then he's like yeah Jerry told me to set them to thirty sixteen so that's what I did and well, I guess how do you like thirty thirty thirteen to 2644 is that comparable or is one better than the other mm. this Wait, is a personal question like the american records like points wise women's or like just men. like points wise but also like in the stage of the world like oh, competing the, well against... the men's one is a lot closer to the world records than yeah the, the women... well, i think what grant was number seven all time what was yeah. the least i don't, I don't think number seven no. no like the the men's time is definitely more 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 impressive not to take anything no, away from but the I, was, I was more curious of seeing how like those records matched each other that was the only reason why i asked that question was it curious to see like how close the women because i don't know the women's 10k times as well as the men's yeah so i was just wondering how 30 13 sits it's in, still like crazy i know crazy, unbelievable crazy but crazy good but, i was just wondering where it sits in the world stage yeah that was my question yeah, yeah. but going back to the lights the weird thing about it was that apparently elise didn't know what the lights were set to she and yeah and even shalene flanagan didn't realize that they were set to 30 16 but it does so i think the logic was that jerry was like he knew it was going to be like a pretty like very hard effort 
And so he wanted her, his expectation was that if she hit the bell with the lights, she would get it. Mm-hmm. And he wanted her like to kick err, off the lights. Yeah, yeah. He wanted her to err on the side of like just a little bit slower. So. I mean, it's, it's definitely. Yeah, like it makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. It makes sense yeah. when you think about it like that. But it was just weird that I guess she didn't, she didn't know that. I, I'm surprised <laughs> that he wouldn't tell her that because if you're going yeah. into a race and you're looking at lights, you, you kind of want to know where you are, right? If you're, if you're focus, focusing on lights. I mean, I know Geordie, when it comes to running miles, he doesn't give a shit. Like, he doesn't even check his watch. Um, <laughs> but, like, with something so like when you want to know where you are in a race, I would say with the lights, you'd want to know, hey, Jerry, like, what's the light set to? Maybe he just didn't want to tell her to put pressure on her. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it was, like, a mental thing. Like, he, he thought that would bring the... Mm. I'm sure he thought that would bring the best out of her, and so that was kind yeah. of, like, the planning. Maybe that's the it. way she works and functions. Yeah, like, just, so... Just follow the lights yeah. and don't worry about the time. If she had a pacer... Up yeah. until seven k. Oh my god! Like, like I'm surprised they couldn't much. find anyone. Uh, from I, mean, ba- I guess there's no one. There's no one from Bowman women that are out of her level. Well, it's just dude. That's yeah. so quick to run, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's just, just, no, but no one like the seven k or at least five k. I mean, she's in fifteen oh four for the five k. That's pretty. Yeah, fun. Yeah. that's the world standard. It's like, like in the five k. They should. They should have had a bunch of chicks just come. <laughs> they should have had like a five k split. And just yeah. had a bunch of girls like come run with Elise just and just get the five K standard. And surely, yeah, there's, surely there's someone out there that they could have used. Well, there is, but it's like a lot of those people want to race themselves, you know. And it's like mm. a lot of those people are at a level where they're not going to be pacing, like, pacing yeah. people. So it's like it's it's very unless difficult. it's a I guess that yeah. it yeah. definitely shows the turn of events from like a lot of the women like moving on to other ventures out of Bowman and smaller t- small women's team, whereas the men's team is still pretty solid. A lot of guys there, very solid. And it's a lot like, of guys yeah. being able to pace that like. I don't, there's no doubt in my mind that Grant and uh, Mo could run that with just even one pacer at 5k because they were like just rolling. But do you know what I mean? Like, there's like, I mean, it, helps, so a lot, it helps a lot that they have each other yeah, as well. That's a different depth. Like, like, having each other and then like their pacer was the US 10k champ. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pacing what do you think? He's a sub 13 runner. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So I mean, like, it's just the depth there is different. So, like, with Elise, like, she just doesn't, yeah, she doesn't have anyone there. Yeah. I mean, if she had someone to race, then yeah. they even that would. And Jordy said to her, man, like, we were calling down behind the Bowman girls and Jordy just goes, you know what? If, if Elise came to the Met Gala, she would have yeah. ran the American record. She would have ran it. She would have ran the Met Gala. I, I think we talked about that on our podcast. Did we? That would have been like episode one. So that's for the real OG fans when we had our Met Gala and Elise was, because she's from Boulder area, she got she she copped an invite. Yeah, Jordy gave her an invite. And what was her response, George? Well, she didn't come, she obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so you tell me. Oh, yeah. well, I think she, you know, if she, down. If she came, she would have... I think it's simple. the American record. It's very yeah. simple. You yeah. Know? So, so next time for the Met Gala, we'll it's send just, out that invite. It's just simple Met. The, the, the simple, <laughs> the simple, the simple. Two plus two equals four. Come on. The message that Jordy's going to send is like very simple. You want to break the American record? You come to the Met Gala part two. I so. mean, regardless what's going on in your life, if Jordy sends you an invite to the Met Gala, <laughs> you fucking turn up. You, if Jordy <laughs> sends you an invite, you turn up. You drop everything and you, you look, look at this man. Do you reckon you could turn down this man? Jeez. So. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Talking about the pacing made me think that we should segue into the q a that we had today because it it's it's very very related mm. the question was from a fellow fellow runner and he was essentially saying hey guys like how do you how do you navigate this like he was saying he goes into a race and he'll have the splits that he wants to hit in his head but then during the race he like you know you get caught up you don't really think and then he like loses track of where he is so like how do we go about navigating a race thinking about time like looking at the clock etc because it is like an interesting thing because i Mm. think a lot of people are are different like personally uh, i actually 
I actually don't like, I, I do like look at the clock sometimes because it's just like, it just happens. But I actually don't like to look at the clock when I race. I like to, mm-hmm. I like to get as little like external. I like to trust that I'm like going to be in a race with people that are running the right pace. And then I just like to hundred percent focus on racing those people and sticking right behind them. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I've tried it before when I was younger, like thinking about splits and I like would, I had a couple of terrible races. I was like, that's not really how I function. So personally I'm like, just racing people. I don't even try to look at splits. I think counting splits is like, I mean, getting splits is like counting laps. I think it's just like, if you're counting laps in a 5K, 10K, I think you're doing yourself. Hey bro, I definitely split. count laps at the end of a 5K. Well, I, 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 personally, I, I definitely count I try laps. and like the middle middle count, like I'll try and not look at it. Yeah. And then when it like, and then eventually I'll obviously like there's four to go. I try, I try to go to sleep. I try to go to sleep. I try to do the Mark Smith Until yeah. 3K and then I normally it's count interesting down the last yeah. five laps. The one thing like when I was chasing times for the 1500 last year, I was definitely thinking about splits. I was thinking about that's the thing. That, that's why I thought so, it'd be interesting to ask you about it because you're mm. so good at like going out and hitting. So for me, I think the one thing that I would give advice wise is, is is honestly practice. You got to get so used to where. I mean, I did so many fifteen hundreds and I had so many opportunities to, to think like that that it kind of helped me a little bit, but it also put a lot of pressure on me and it put me in the wrong mindset sometimes. Like for example, like so we had a pacer who was supposed to go out one fifty three or fifty four, and he went out one fifty one. And when that happened, my whole pacing idea of closing just went out the door. I lost like complete track of what I was going to do. Really? And really like what I should have done is not to think about it. But by the time I think about it, I get to the straight and there's almost a lap to go. And then well, I have to just kick. But well, that's, that's like, it just, I'm not paying attention to the clock. I didn't even look at the clock with a lap to go. Like I'm just not in the right mindset. Whereas I think if, you, if you're thinking about splits and thinking about time, I think if you get into the right situation, the right race and you trust the people with it, usually... The most important lap is the last one because you can make up a lot of time in that last lap so if you see the clock and you know the time that you want to hit then that rep you're gonna be like okay i gotta run like a 58 to to, to, to run this time that i want to run and then you can kind of think about okay i run a 58 and then you go yeah <laughs> i think that would be the easiest way to do it instead of counting every split for every lap you yeah. just look at the clock with the lap to go and you say okay i got this i gotta run this time yeah but how do you know that if you're even well, like, so I'm saying you'd have to how, trust. Do you, how do you know you're on pace you'd have to, to trust to that people, point you'd have to trust the people that you're with yeah. unless you're doing it solo whereas you'd have to know yeah but then that's why also coaches are, and people on the sidelines are great because they can call out splits yeah Dude, I, I fucking 60. hate i'm gonna say i fucking hate when people yell at me yeah. when I'm but, that, but that's but you know what i mean like that's that <laughs> would help getting someone yelled at when i'm racing that would help someone <laughs> splits who's, or anything no no more like more like non-split stuff like I okay, so I okay, have I had an experience like cheering. Okay, I hate, what do you mean from I, the infield? I hate getting I hate getting splits every single lap in a five k. I yeah. don't like I don't like that. So I don't like too many splits. And then <laughs> I, I I despise when I'm like going all out, kicking on the last lap, and someone yells at me like to like kick. So this or, is like, this is a method I would like, think. So if you like, run if you're running a five k and you're saying okay, I want to hit sixty sixes or whatever, right? And then uh, the first two or three laps. Right, and and you have someone say like Ritz say like they're saying 64, 64, 64. Once they've said three sixty fours, and you're on, I mean sixty six, sorry, and you're on pace, then he doesn't say anything, and then he will only nice. say something if you're going off pace. Like he said, oh that was a that was a, that was a sixty sixty eight, or that's a maybe that would help someone yeah. because it's not constantly repeating yelling at a time, but also yeah. making sure that you stay on pace. I think yeah. the only person that needs the pace is the pacer. That's why yeah. they're called the pacer. But I'm saying for people like this question is directed yeah. at someone who's like trying to do it themselves. I'm imagining he doesn't have paces. Yeah. In and his he doesn't races. have people that maybe can run that race. He might have to do it himself. So if he had his coach there to yeah. help him with that mindset, to help him with the splits, might help him. 
yeah. a lot more than just like trying to figure out yeah what you are you are right there for us like it's you, different you it's don't different have to us. think about it because normally there's a pacer that you can trust yeah i think it's different when you get to that that's yeah I'm, I'm actually surprised that you said you focused on splits so much last year yeah i assumed you didn't that was why you ran 151 otherwise why didn't you just slow down because i was i was, I was trusting <laughs> if you were so focused on splits, i was trusting yeah. the pacer i was trusting the so pacer. you weren't looking at splits were you looking at the no, pacer no, or were you looking at splits? No, you said you're looking at the splits. <laughs> no, and you would have okay. known that that this was is way too happened. fast. This is what happened. <laughs> I trusted the pacer. And then when the pacer stepped off and then I saw the clock was 151, that's when I lost it. Oh, so I get it. I was, so trusting, only, so I was not listening to anything. I was focused on staying with the pacer, staying as relaxed and composed as I can. And then from then on, I'd be like, okay, he's hit the time. I go. I but he that. was so far ahead that I was like, yeah, oh, fuck. I get that. It's a 151. Yeah, that makes okay. sense. I feel like the way you explained it, you said you were looking at splits. But this makes more no, sense. I think no, 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 just... I was focused on splits. But I was more focused on the splits after the pace had jumped Yeah, off. that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. If that makes sense, yeah. Once you were leading, you focused yeah, on Yeah, that's that. when I focused on splits because that's yeah, when it's yeah, on yeah. me. When I fully trusted the pace to run the time. And sometimes the pace you know, they didn't run it, which is like, you know, this happens. But it was yeah. so far ahead, I, I freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, racing's weird, man. Like, I feel like if you're like, if you're hurting in a race and it's like, you you look at a split and you're like shit i gotta run a 58 like this is never gonna work out for, for me at least like because that happened to me i remember in a 3k and uh like the one i did with joe the prickly pear invite mm-hmm. i mean i was just really far back anyway and i was like far out and i just went way too hard on the second last lap and then i died but yeah i think definitely my my like overall take is just like to focus on racing yeah trust the race <laughs> i look at a clock if I have looked at the clock more for not like individual splits. I'll just know, like, I remember in BU, I was trying not to look at the clock all laps as much as I could, but I remember seeing like eight flat at 3K and being like, oh, that sounds right. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think that's how we that's are. Like, yeah, when you do it a bunch, like you, you're going to just like check at 3K just to get like kind of like a yeah. vibe from it, but it's not like you're like, I got to run like this which is the interesting thing because when you actually compete in championship racing i just could, couldn't give a fuck about the clock well, i didn't, I, I didn't give a fuck about the laps of the clock. i'll give it sorry i give a fuck about the laps i don't care about the clock yeah the laps gives me a better idea okay where is everyone at this point in time of the race yeah but it's just interesting because when you're focusing on running on time your whole priorities shift yeah and, which just... like, and then like that's why i feel a lot of the races where they just run ridiculously fast it'd be interesting to see how those people react we, like, oh, I wasn't yeah. paying attention, and all of a sudden, I just ran like a three-second PB and won the race. Well, but I was focused on racing. If you want to think easier. about it like that, it's really interesting actually because there has been a shift where, like, in the you look at the Diamond League, for example, all those Kenyans would would race like kind of in crazy ways. Like, they would go out in like one fifty. And then they would run like a 59 or a 60. And then they would run a fast last lap. And yeah. it, would, it would be like a very fast time they would run. But their splits were all over the place. Whereas the Ingebrigtsens, those guys are like metronomes. Like, mm-hmm. and you actually, if you, if you go back and you watch their races, like they won't be near the front, like on like the first lap or the second lap even necessarily. But then they'll run a consistent pace. Then, so then on the third lap, like they'll like catch up and then they'll keep it going in the fourth lap. It's five. interesting because I first learned about that when I watched the 5K in Rome, when Jakob won that. Because he was nowhere in the lead. Yeah, he's, they he, went out so hard. He was still on the same, same yeah. pace, same pace, and then he just closed. Especially, especially when there's uh, a bit of like, what do you call it? Like, bat, like pinballing, like with mm. the pace, like it, it gets quicker and slower. Like they don't respond to that. They, they just, run their own you, pace. Do you reckon is, that's a really good method to race? Yeah, but I, I think guys? I think only they can do it. I think it's very hard to do. Like I think you have to be. I think the way that they train is very much like to. I think it helps them be like those kind of metronomes because I think they're very controlled. Mm. 
in the way they train. And so I think they have a very good feeling for like what pace they should be running. They have a good idea. And like, obviously like we should probably be getting to that stage, but dude, I swear every time I fucking step, I mean, I haven't done many track workouts lately, but every time I step on the track, I, I forget like what I'm like, if, if you told me to run like a 60, I'd be like, got no idea what that feels like. I'm just going to go out, see what happens. <laughs> check the watch, check the watch at 200 and see, see and then adjust from there. I don't know, but it'd be nice to, to, to get back to that metronome status eventually when the, when we're all training together. But yeah, that was a bit of a, an aside with the Q and a, but I feel like, is there anything else to cover from the 10 K tonight from the Cali trip? No, nothing any, else any, to cover, really. Anything else happen? No. Pretty Good. well covered. Pretty well covered. Were you guys staying near the beach? Yeah, we're close to San Clemente. A few blocks from the beach, yeah. San Clemente. That's where uh, Boomer Kingsley... Boomer Kingsley. Dude, there's these really funny uh, YouTube guys I'll show you to them that they go to, like, the, the public, like, the... What is it? Like, a court thing? It's like the... It's like... What's Parks and Recs? What position? Are they? The, the, the governor's? Sam Clemente, they go to like the governor's office and they ask for like this, this outrageous stuff. You got to look it up. It's pretty funny. It's, an, it's a random side, but moving on from those, as we mentioned at the beginning of the pod, you guys get back from California. Sun, do you guys get back Sunday? Monday. No, wait, wait, Monday. 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 And then today's Wednesday. Tomorrow's Thursday. And you guys are going to Europe tomorrow. Dude. <laughs> so. Going to Germany tomorrow. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy quick turnaround. I feel like it's been very like rushed just because it is just such a small amount of time and there's a bunch of stuff you want to do when you get back here but um obviously you guys are going over is it 10 days before world indoors or yeah if we get there the we get there the 11th basically yeah or like nine, a week is it and the race is the 18th what is that that is a week that's a week because it's on friday the race yeah, it is a week yeah yeah so you boys excited it makes sense yeah. yeah and it'll be good to like it feels like we're rushing a little bit now to leave, but that then it'll feel less rushed before you race, which is a better way. To it's do definitely it. the most, and like, it's it's the best setup for it. Yeah, <laughs> I, lo- I there, love being able like, to yeah get over the jet lag a little bit. Yeah, relax, get used to the time zone. I don't, like some people like do like the Europe US thing where they race like one day or two days after they they like get off the plane. I don't know how they do that. Like that just sounds like terrible, fucking terrible. Yeah. But yeah, you guys will have a week there. We we hyped to go to Munich. Actually, yeah. yeah I love Munich. Like Munich's a cool place. You've been there before? Looking forward to some like German bread. Tiki tour. And pastries and stuff. Tour. Yeah, dude. They're going to have... I wonder the food's like awesome. Good. Schnitzel. The schnitzel. Schnitzel. Yeah. I feel like Munich's a big city and it's just like... It's a very, mean, very liberal city too. It's yeah. very like very youth, youthy liberal city, Munich. Is it? That building, yeah, I feel. Yeah, I guess it's probably... But I mean, I, I, I went like literally like... We're going to be Bayern Munich fans by the time we get back just yeah. to piss Carlos off. Yeah, because Carlos is a Dortmund fan. So yeah, Carlos is big time. Carlos is biggest rivals. Yeah. <laughs> piss him off. That'd be, that would have been so cool if you guys could have gone to a game. But man, That would have been wild. I'm jealous you guys get to go to Europe. That's like, as a pro runner, that's like some of the funnest times is like those types really of trips. Because you just get to experience so many things that you otherwise wouldn't experience. And it's just like mm-hmm. your days are just like you go run and then you just go hang out and eat good food or like go to nice cafes and drink good coffee. So yeah, it's pretty sick. Pretty drink good, good coffee. That's top of the list. Yeah. <laughs> go find Hopefully those, you find some of that. Go find those um, good cafes over there and then, um, get into freaking Serbia. Hopefully, yeah. uh, hopefully that's all smooth. Honestly. Yeah. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> honestly. But the other big thing that's happening this weekend is the NCAA indoors. Yeah, I'm kind of bummed that we're going to be like 
not watching it here. It's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be very exciting, dude. Because I, I forgot that like last year, and indoors was still at the same time as cross, so it was watered down a bit. This is the first yeah. indoors since everyone just decided to like go fucking crazy, you know. And everyone's gonna be there. And it's literally the first one since we ran it. We all ran it in Birmingham. That's, that's right. crazy to think about, actually. That feels like there. so long ago. Yeah, back at the Crossplex. Uh, dude, I don't even know where we start with our, with our preview, but I do know George was mentioning NAU. Were, we may as well start with NAU. Yeah. <laughs> why, why <would laughs> we you, always do. Why, why, the, not? Fuck not? <laughs> why the fuck not? But yeah. did you say they're, they're, what's their ranking? Did you say they're ranked third going into it? Or they yeah. could come third? No, the team... Which is, I don't know what we were ranked in 2020 going into it. But I think it, you it guys were top three as well. I think it was like us and I think it was like LSU. Yeah. was like one of the favorites. Yeah. And we were like super pumped about having like seven guys qualified and we're like, yeah, let's try and get a podium as a team. That was going to be sick. It can be and a lot of this points. Year, again, it seemed realistic, but then it was like, which is like mostly Abdihamid and Nico. Yeah. Now Drew. But they're still ranked third as a team. And there's three people. You know, actually, when in 2019, we came, we tied third with Stanford. We did. Oh, it was a fourth. Because we got a trophy. It was either third yeah. or fourth. We, we podium, but the crazy thing is, I think it was only, it was you, me, and the DMR, and they ranked us like first or second or some stupid shit like that. Remember? We did have a pretty good rank going into it. But, I mean, for, so, for those who don't know, like, the way that uh, track me is scored at the collegiate level is, like, it's just so hard to have success as a distance school. It's actually a lot easier indoors than it is outdoors, because outdoors yeah. is, is even more sprint events. But if you're, if you're a sprint school, it's, like, just hundred times easier because you can have these athletes that can like very viably I'm win. pretty sure like yeah. Grant, Grant Holloway would yeah, do right. he won like, he won yeah. like <laughs> 10 events yeah. like, like yeah. you can score so many points and then you get like your 4x1 four your 4x4 four four, like hurdles like jump. yeah if you have you certain athletes it just lends itself way easier to scoring a lot of points and there's just way more yeah like similar sprint events so a distance school in outdoors, I doubt they've done well for a long time. I guess Oregon won, but even then Oregon had, that was when they had Edges, and yeah. but they do always have good sprinters and decathletes as well. Yeah. So that's not even like a pure distance program. I mean, their head coach is a sprints coach. So Has, has yeah. a school ever podium with only distance athletes? Didn't I, you guys have like a, would you have a high jump or something, right? That did really well in No, we had a, we had a, um, was it heptathlete? Heptathlete. We had a heptathlete. Yeah, mm. we, we definitely weren't only distance, but I feel like in but indoors, primarily. yeah, primarily, we were primarily distance. I feel like in indoors, it's probably been done before, like by Stanford or something. We, we have won an indoor championships. Um, Wisconsin oh, has one. Yeah, indoor. yeah, with like Chris Zielinski. Yep. And then back but, in the day. But the thing is with that, when you look at it, we actually, the Wisconsin team has a very, very strong throws program as well. Yeah, we do. So we had a good throws. I think they had a good multis program too. And the distance you can rack up points with frozen distance winning is cool yeah it's a nice <laughs> that, that, that rack ups a lot of points because we didn't really have a big sprint base at all so that's where we got the points i think that's where they want indoors yeah is, is with that kind of setup but, yeah so, so this is gonna be a good story to follow it'll be good to see if any you be lovely to see how they do you can root for root for them just as like representing distance runners in general or representing mike smith you know just yeah. root, for, root, root for mike smith yeah, yeah i mean i'm man. gonna i'm gonna root for dude that guy could run for president and i'm gonna like <laughs> i'm gonna get my citizenship just so i can vote for him yeah I'd right? for him. mike smith love that guy um I was for him. so like more specifically you were saying that in the, was it the 5k they have they have their the three-headed tried the i don't know <laughs> three-headed the, the, the the three-headed i think heavy hitters any beast they got they got some they heavy hitters Morgan mcdonald okay we're gonna Nico, go segment Nico of- young heavy hitter yep abdi hamid no no, I like. I mean, I have beef with him, so like, not a heavy hitter. <laughs> <laughs> if he joins that team, that'd be pretty funny. 
Um, for those who don't know, I'm kind of joking, but he got angry at me once for not not freaking pacing him in a race <laughs> oh, yeah. when I beat him. So I'm like, come on, bro, I'm not going to pace you. Um, and, and we haven't talked since. So beef is still currently open. And then, uh, <laughs> our main, all his main competition for angst runners. Oh, yeah. Drew Bosley. Drew, Drew I mean, Drew Bosley, I've, I've known him since high school because he's a Wisconsin boy. I would try to recruit him so hard. Yeah, so like, my heart. He's, he's, a, he's a heavy hitter. and He's, he's uh, a heavy hitter and he's also team angst. Team <laughs> angst. He could also overtake me for team angst leader. Yeah, like, know. he's pretty close to that. So like, yeah. I just want to see how angsty he can get, man. So those three are in the 5K. So that'll be good to see. But man, it's just like... It's the crazy people that have to raise. I don't, yeah, I don't even want to like. It's hard to like talk about three people because it's just like there's the, like literally there's sixteen on the list and sixteen of them are fucking. Bro, good. we're not even like talking about Wesley Kip to anymore, man. You remember like that guy yeah. was like running like solo thirteen twenties, like I don't know. Which obviously now, like if he did that, everyone would just sit on him and like out kicking, because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's way too good right now. But I feel like what we've learned since the last episode, or maybe I heard someone say it, I think on the during the conferences, but the top seed from florida state adrian vildscoot possibly not why because he's african checks yeah. out but yeah. that dude's run under 13 10 yeah I mean, the great the crazy thing is i think like there's gonna be a lot of doubles right there's gonna be a lot of triples even of people like doing multiple events i mean i know there are like options for like certain athletes not all of them but i'm curious to see um morgan beetlejuice's uh mile 3k double that's going to be interesting because that 3k ain't going to be slow that mile ain't going to be slow yeah it's going to be fucking hard and yeah. i think it's going to be interesting to see those athletes um repeat because i mean we saw what cole hawker did um i the weekend weakened indoors but still what he did was fucking unbeatable yeah, still amazing performance still probably what, like a heavy hitter unbeatable guy yeah i mean at, he was still being cubitier off like with yeah. a crazy double and like mario but like i think that there. the interesting thing is can is NCAA's like can people can people replicate that at all? Can people win a double title? I well, don't I don't know what's gonna happen, the, but it'll be interesting to the see. The thing with Beetlejuice is like choosing choosing to like do the double with the three K is is like I mean, there's no reason not to enter in the three K if yeah. if you are in any way prioritizing the other race because it's like the kind of him choosing to do the mile three K is almost like him choosing to do the mile. You know what I mean? Because, it definitely is. Yeah. Because prioritizing mean, that race and then 3K, whatever happens, happens. Yeah, because kind of it's like if something happens, you don't make the final, you still get the 3K. I still and think then yeah. he would be more better. He'd do better in the 3K than the mile. Well, that, yeah, that's why, he has run a that's why it's a very interesting choice because if he was prioritizing the 3K, you don't choose to do the mile. Yeah. You know, you but may, he's run a 352 in the mile. So, yeah. yeah. But then he's got guys like in that mile race that can kick. Uh, motherfuckers. And yeah, like, is he going to go out and run a 352 solo? Standard is so high. But Yard's not running the mile? What is Yara doing? I think Yara is doing DMR, the 3K. Can we, can we get a goose check, please? We got the goose check. We got the, the goose check here. <laughs> What's the he goose doing? is loose. And What's the goose is running the 3K uh, DMR. That's I think our it, prediction is that he wins the DMR. Yeah. No problem. I don't think he knows how to lose a DMR. No, he yeah. doesn't. Actually, he does because he just fell over at conference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's how you lose. Did the you... only way he can lose is if he gets tripped up. If he doesn't get tripped up, he's winning. Well, and I don't the... know if he gets... I guess he did get tripped up. But no, he, he tripped, tripped up by the rail. He tripped up by the rail. <laughs> the rail was his, his ultimate mortal enemy by the end of it. But yeah. um, the 3K will be interesting because he's got the highest seed time, right? He's 738. Uh, NCAA record. He, this guy also is just... Just some, like a really the good way racer. he closes is he's just like, a really good yeah. racer so like he's got I mean, the DMR got the, the DMR thing. 3k is a super nice double to do yeah. that's a really nice double to do especially yeah. get, your, get your legs going yeah. and then you get in the 3k and you just rip some heads off so, so I'm, he, I'm excited to be. Uh, hopefully we'll get a somehow watch it Ritz will probably have a stream or 
something. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know what other individuals to talk about just because it's There's like, so many obviously we're going to shout out our boy Owen Hacker. Yeah. Go, go out ha- there and get it done. The hack attack. And 3K? I think, yeah. I think, I think Wisconsin is in the DMR, the DMR as, well. as well. So we're going to be cheering for those boys nah, to go to there the, and crush. I mean, yeah. I, I think everyone, I'd, I'd mention everyone, but I think after the... NCAAs happens it's going to be easier to like talk about people because there's just so many people here that's true everyone's everyone's just too talented I'm sure we'll miss someone on this talk and then all of a sudden we'll be talking next week about them because that's true I'm I'm excited to see Lalo yeah yeah, our friend Lalo from Colorado because yeah this is it because like we've all season we've been seeing these crazy times and we're like all right, like it's, it's really cool running times, but still, championship racing is is where you got to go do it, and it's a point now. Who's where, a winner? Yeah, like Who's all these, all these a people. Winner? All these. I mean, obviously there is some difference though, but pretty much the standard is just like so high, and these all everyone that made they qualified, fucking amazing, and like almost everyone has a shot to like medal, you know, because like they're so good. Speaking of, why the, the is is it at NCAA's where they do four people on the podium? No, that's that's in the teams that that's the teams they do four teams. Yeah. yeah. Why the hell do they do four? I don't know why I just it's, thought about that. Apparently, it's from, I think it's from like football where four teams make the like playoffs or whatever it's makes called. Sense. George coming in with the goods. I, yeah. I, I think I made that up. <laughs> but, but that makes sense. Viable. Yeah. I guess actually they'd put. Do they put? Why eight, would there be four? Teams? Do they put eight people on the podium? Do they? I think there's like a full all American like. They do they, eight people. They definitely do they that do. outdoors. Do they do that indoors as well? I think they do. Yeah. Yeah, I no New Zealanders into indoors though. I don't think that's crazy. It's kind of sad. Got some good Aussies out there. Fog dog. Fog dog got the ten. The ten. Okay, the ten okay. piece scratch. I don't even, okay. Yeah, he got the ten piece McNugget scratch. Yeah. Uh, is he? I mean, he's Australian. He's kind of British though, man. Didn't oh, he choose? Yeah. To, no, didn't he, he choose he, to represent? He's representing UK. Britain, and he has a British accent. Yeah. Oh, Fog which dog. bit of him's Australian? He he lives there. Well, now. Which bit of him? His mom, I think. No, I think I, I think he lives in Australia. Oh, uh, but he's running for great British, like if so. he, I think so. Because apparently Australia's not good enough. All right, so are there any, <laughs> no, are, there kidding, any are there any true blooded Australians? Yeah, I would say. Um, uh, well, James D- Jackson Sharp does a DMR. Yeah, we'll, ha- we'll have a couple of the DMR. True. And then I pretty sh- I'm pretty sure. Uh, did did Kai Robinson, the young Stanford oh, 5K yeah, no, guy, he he ran the he ran the time to get into. Dude, the he's like he's like this like nine, he's like twenty years old or something from Stanford. I think he's double. I think he might be doubling. Yeah, he's 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 a stud. He's a he's a heavy hitter. He's a heavy hitter. He's Morgan's Morgan's heavy hitters. Yeah, he's he's on the list. I'm just looking forward to... I'm hoping there's some drama. I just want some drama. <laughs> what type of drama? I don't know. How's it not going to be? Some yeah. fisticuffs. There's got to be drama when there's that many yeah. freaking people there. And especially that many heavy hitters. Who'd, who'd, be, who'd be the best uh, like mic'd up athlete or coach at NCAAs just talking shit? I mean... It's like saying shit that'll make you like laugh or like interesting or well obviously mike smith but excluding <laughs> excluding mike smith and obviously mick burn mick well. burn i mean because yeah. mick burn at, at national like some of the shit that he could say is just so funny i would love to see a coach mike that's just like stressing out yeah. just like a mic'd up coach and then a mic'd up athlete like before and after the race just saying shit yeah that'd be, that'd be funny to see that'd be good um, anyway yeah that's i mean I think that's our preview, friend. Or that is not a very well. We can't know. I li- like we literally cannot preview everyone because there's so many names. But I think like when the results come in, we can actually have a better idea of like what, who we're going to talk about and how it went. Because <laughs> that's it's a just, good way of putting it. Because yeah. it's so hard. We'll, we'll just, give a good review, but it's just so hard because yeah. there's so many good people and there's people that we're going to miss that we talk about, even if we went through a lot of it. It's but true. I think the next week when we have the results and have seen it, it's going to be easier to dissect. Yeah. Um. What what happened and who was running well and. What they've hope, done. This I hope season. there's some big upsets. 
Yeah. Normally it is. George loves an upset. It's a March, March Madness. You George know? loves yeah, an upset. That'd be good to see. I mean, you always root for the underdog, right? Got to. You got to root for the underdog. So, I mean, with that logic, you're kind of not rooting for NAU, though. <laughs> if you think about it. Because <laughs> they're too not good rooting, You're not rooting for yeah. NAU. No. It's, not, it's, not, it's not the NAU that hey, I dude, fell in love with. Hey, dude, they're a small school, bro. It's not the NAU that I fell in love with, man. Now they got their new $10 billion yeah, facility. Yeah, $10 billion facility, but they're a small school, bro. they got woodways that you can play Fortnite on. Dude, they're so white collar now. Yeah, dude. Times have changed, bro. Back in string and we chased that around <laughs> that was mike smith holding the string up he's like you're gonna be close to this and you know yeah. i was on the bike and they were yeah. all like that be was good their, that was their lighting pacing system yeah but it's just a stick in a piece of string <laughs> that was that light pacing system that was the george was on it that george was the was prototype one stay near the string that was the prototype stay one near the string the, that's 440 pace the light wave whatever that shit's called but the wave light i the said it backwards light. i said it backwards light wave the light wave technology <laughs> i actually like that way better light wave yeah because it's lights and then it's a wave but uh with that said i mean this has been so such a nice episode to film in the studio again as i said we'll be uh we'll be doing it over the webs in the next few weeks so mm-hmm. be prepared for that i think i think we'll get better doing that as we go but um that's it for everything today yeah no it was good to it's good to be back and then then gone again <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah in and out in and out just like that but that's episode 25 i feel like at one point we said we were going to celebrate it, episode 25 quarter of, quarter of a century quarter century which i mean i think we celebrate it with just a lovely episode so. i think we celebrate it by being together all right oh wait wait, wait. oh my god i forgot this the whole episode yeah. i i have a present for george for winning the race oh what? yeah i got you a present i chipped in as well yeah this is this is from both of us are you ready did you know this was yeah be- we, we had this plan no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, meet cedric the celery cedric the celery cedric the celery He's uh he's a new friend oh, that we got from the house. New addition to the house for George. You if he's you so listen to the episode, already. yeah, you know how much George likes celery, especially the smell of it. <sighs> Smells good, boys. <sighs> I can confirm. Thank you to whoever commented and said, "Don't put celery in the fridge. We don't put it in the fridge anymore. We leave it out on the counter so George can always look at it." But this is for I, you, George. Congratulations. We're gonna put it under his. Yeah, this is why I'm leaving not. the country. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'm going. I don't I'm gonna, I'm gonna sneak it into his bag. He's packing. Yeah, he's gonna take it to you. I'll probably get arrested. Yeah, you probably get arrested. Take arrested. Taking celery over national lines. What's Cedric doing in here? How did I get in there? But this is our fifth member of the podcast, Cedric the Salary. Cedric the Salary. So, Cedric, I'm happy you guys got to meet him. But with that, I think that's it. Episode 25, over and out. Over and out.